1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. I've been promising this series, and I'm sorry that it's taken me so long to get to it. We're moving. Like right now, I'm in the middle of closing over $65 million of apartment acquisitions. And so we're gonna have some more of these, these good, bad, and the uglies. We're gonna do a three-part series called The Good, Bad, and Ugly of Sierra Point. This is a new deal that I just bought. And I always find these, uh, these little episodes are particularly like revealing, revealing, and this is what most people don't talk about. And it's really the kind of stuff that I think you should know when you're looking at getting into this business. You're going to learn a lot from it. And these are typical, this is the typical stuff that really happens in closing. And what you'll find is a lot of people that post on Facebook, oh, we closed, we did this, it's so successful, we're so great they forget to tell you about all the drama that can go inside these deals and that it's not all sunsets and palm trees my friend so i like to pull the curtain back and really talk about yeah we're going to talk about some of the great things and there's a lot of great things going on with this deal but there's also a dark side and there's a dark side I think, in every stinking deal. And that's just part of it. And if you know more about like what can happen and what can go sideways, then I think I'm doing you, the listener, a justice. I'm servicing you in a way that not many podcasts want to tackle because the truth is most of them want to talk about how great they are and how everything's awesome and I'm just going to be real and I think that is why you listen and why you tune in. Now, I do want to make a really neat offer for you guys. Look, we are actually growing our mastermind group. We have about 12 or 15 people in it right now and we're going to try to look to double our mastermind. I'm not looking for a huge mastermind i'm looking for a very active mastermind so we've got 15 great people now and we want to double that to about 30 and if you are looking for a home if you're looking for a place that is going to grow you and have some mentorship really me and all the other people in my group to to conversate with to come and put deals together to jv to find capital and partners and all the things that you'll do and need in a multifamily transaction. We want to invite you to be a part of our group. And so I'm going to ask you, if that's you, here's how you're going to do it. You're going to text the word FUEL, F-U-E-L, FUEL, to 480-500-1127. That's 480-500-1127. And set up a quick little call with us to talk about what our mastermind is, how it works. We meet four times a year. It's a great group of people and we're all dedicated to apartment investing. And we've got people that have fairly new, got their first deal full-time in real estate, to people that have some decent sized portfolios. So somewhere in between, right? So if that's you, if you are already in the multifamily space and you need a place to call home and you want some mentorship, and some guidance and some counsel, some from solid people. I would tell you that our mastermind probably far is far and away one of the best out there. Now, it's what well, I'll tell you what it's not though it's not a bunch of chess beaters, it's not about a bunch of uh, people say, Look at me. This is a, a community about giving, and we do, and they give, and we give, and I give and so collectively we are doing some great things and we are under the investor fuel umbrella so my buddy Mike Hambright he runs a group called investor fuel and we kind of splintered off and called our group the cash flow group and it's really been cool cuz we interact with a lot of people from the single-family real estate world. And then we have our little world on the multifamily side. And I feel like uh, we get some scale because his group's about 150 people. So we get the ability to scale and mingle. And quite frankly, a lot of them are funding a lot of our deals, a lot of the single-family guys become the capital to do these deals so it really is a neat little network that we've created and i want to invite you to do that so sorry to be so long on that but it really is near and dear to my heart and i really think that if you're listening right now and you need a place and you need someone that cares i don't think anybody does it better than we do i really don't i don't think anybody will care for you talk to you and you'll get access to me as well so i think that's i'm very limited on who i give access to so if that's you then you should take me up on it all right now let's just jump right into it, real quick. I got to give a five-star review though before I get too far into it, because I love it when you guys take the time to go to that, to go to iTunes. It's not easy. It takes a little bit. It takes a little minute, right? So I'm just gonna read a couple of them. One's from Fowler. The most effective. The real deal. With a fantastic podcast and a willingness to share. Thank you very much, right? Thank you. Catherine says everything you need to know I found your podcast on iTunes and I really love it and now it turned out better than I expected so I think that's what happens to a lot of people when you come to this podcast if you're not sharing it right now you need to share these episodes especially this series this three-part series that we're going to talk about now because it's going to go into detail about how deals work and what can happen to possibly derail them what to expect how does it work for you so let's jump into it. So I got it on my screen a little bit. I'm working from the screen because I have took some notes here and how I wanted to, to set this up. So Sierra Point Apartment. Sierra Point is in Tucson, Arizona. It's an 84-unit C-class apartment, stucco, flat roofs, two-story building, built in 1972, okay? Not a new building. It's the kind of building that I love to do, right? I like doing some of the newer stuff as well, but these types of deals can create a lot of upside potential. And so when we first looked at this deal, now I didn't find this deal, one of my students did, and we're gonna bring them on the third episode and really listen from their perspective on the deal and for because from their view, going into this first deal of all the things that happened and so you can hear their roller coaster a little bit cuz they had to experience this along with me and I think having me to guide them was critical. And but you'll hear from their point of view as well when we get to that third episode. So you're not going to want to miss that part either. So it's going to be super awesome. Now, so They found this deal, and really, I'm going to let them tell the story of how we found it and how we almost lost it right from the beginning. (laughs) And it'll be, it's a great story, but we almost
0: lost it before we even started. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. If you want to learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room.
1: But we end up putting under contract, and it was truly an off-market deal. So for everybody right now that's saying, oh, you can't find any deals out there, it's too hard, or you are going to overpay, and all these side excuses, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not looking hard enough, and you're not creating relationship capital. Okay, write that down in your mind, relationship capital. That, my friends, is the juice that's worth the squeeze, okay? If you're not building relationship capital with the people you do business, your brokers, your lenders, your uh, attorneys, anybody that's in your in, on your team, relationship capital is the currency, my friends. It is the currency that can turn your deal to be award-winning or another stick in the mud, okay? So... We got this deal. It was an off-market deal. And the reason we got it is because we did invest. And my students did. They listened to me. They said, I told them, to go find a market. We're going to call my broker. His name's Aaron Mull. I've had him on the show. He's going to give you a list of the local brokers that he knows that's Bricadia reps that are in Tucson. Go out there and go meet them. And that's exactly what they did. And they broke bread. And they had conversations. And lo and behold, a deal shows up. And you know what? They got it, we got it under contract. They got in contact with me and said, "Corey, this is our first deal, we wanna do it with you. So we put the wheels in motion. Now, when we first looked at this deal, it had a lot of things, I think, going right. Meaning, very easily fixable problems. So the property, two stories, not been updated probably since the 80s. Right, So it just looked a little dated and the interiors, not fresh, white walls, carpet looking horrible, old countertops, cabinets. It's just everything looked tired. That'd be the way to put it, tired. When you look on the outside of it, the exterior side, just not updated forever. So we got a nice little looking pool It feels like these are like 90210 buildings, right? Where like there's a nice little pool area and there's like little doors and a balcony with railing, but it just looks like it's not been touched in ages. It looks overgrown, not kept. The laundry room looks like it's seen out of New Orleans, Mardi Gras, like all different kind of colors, gold, purple, squares. I mean, it was just looks like a carnival in the laundry room. And then there's one room that was turned into a gym, but it's just decrepit and just nothing's really singing and it just feels and then the sun there's the signage sierra point looks like it's 60 years old and about ready to fall down and again it just looks tired now tired means money guys just let you know tired is what we look for we want tired because that can be fixed with money Money fixes those types of things. Capital improvement, CapEx. Those dollars, we can put and invest in this deal and fix the broken stuff. And so we're looking looking at it saying, hey man, I think there's definitely a need to fix it up. And then we start asking ourselves these types of questions. Well, what if we do fix it up? How much rent growth can we make you know in other words when we do the lift here are we going to be able to make some big bucks and i think that's when you're looking at these types of deals that is what you're really asking and then you got to make the numbers work so when we first looked at this underwriting right and how you do that is you take your t12 and your current rent rolls and you look at monthly rent rolls and so here's some of the assumptions that we made on this deal Now it's going to give you a little breakdown a little flavor for the how we kind of put the numbers together okay it's a 7.7 million dollar purchase price that's what we put under under contract for we're looking at a loan we're doing a bridge loan that is a three-year interest only with two one-year extensions so it could be a five-year process we really only want to do it in three 30% 30% leverage, 30% LTV, or 70% LTV, got to put 30% down. And then our assumptions for rent growth, we assumed that we're going to have a 4% increase in year one, a 10% increase in year two, and then 4% every year after. Now, 4% every year after in a lot of markets probably doesn't work, but in Tucson and in Phoenix, that number is truly real. And and here's what we know. We're in an inflationary period of time right now. And we're probably going to kill our performa. We're going to kill it. We're going to blow it out of water. So the way we've kind of got it modeled is year one, we're going to lose a little bit of money, right? Because we have interest only for three years in a row. But we also plan on doing a lot of renovations. And so when we're doing our first year renovations, we're probably going to have more vacancy than we want, right? Because we're going to be non-renewing a lot of people, we're, we're doing a lot of the lift, a lot of the turns, and that's very typical guys to not cash flow. And this is a real true repositioning play in our eyes, right? And by the way, we raised 3. Point, I think it's 3.2 million dollars of capital to do this deal. So we went out there and found equity, private money partners, and we raised 3.2 million bucks, okay? So our debt service to that 3.2 million dollars roughly at a 6% PREF is around $200,000. $200,000 is what we gotta pay our investors every year on an annualized basis to hit our PREF. And so year one, we're gonna be a little bit light and that's okay because we make sure that we may or may not be able to be positive cash flow year one. But in year three, two and three, we start hitting those numbers. And then this is really all about doing a big lift, getting our numbers up, right? Getting new rents in there that we believe that we can raise our rents almost $125 per door. And I think we'll get 150 when it's all said and done. And it'll keep going up as we go in year two, year three. And then we just want our 4% growth. After year three plus, 4% is all we're looking for. So I think we'll be able to hit that metric pretty good. So the goal then is we're buying this thing for 7.7. We are looking to sell it for around 3.5 when we exit. Now, I think we'll sell it for more than 3.5 or 13.5. I'm sorry, 13.5 is what we want to sell it for not 3.5, 13.5. Roughly making around a $4 million total profit when we sell it. I mean, that's after we've paid our investors and given them their total return. So to me, this looks like a great little deal. So we're buying a deal for $7.7 million. We're raising $3.2 million. When we exit, we're looking to make between, we'll call it 3.8 and potentially a lot more, maybe six, right? Could be six. So, Overall, we're very happy with the way the numbers look. And guys, listen, you should always buy based on numbers, based on real good solid data of why a deal makes sense. And I'll say this time and time again, you should always buy fat deals because fat deals can get skinny and everybody wins. Okay, you can still win, you can still make a lot of money. The problem is, is when you buy a skinny deal and it decides to get skinny-er, that's when you start having those conversations that don't go so well. So find fat deals. And one of the ways this deal's a truly fat deal is that, man, it's in the right location, okay? Location, 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 my friends. Don't fool yourself, it matters. And so Tucson is a great submarket of Arizona, right? You have Phoenix, and then the next biggest one is Tucson. And so we like Tucson a lot. Why? We got a major university, we've got a major base there called Davis Montham Air Force Base. Raytheon Missiles, like all the missiles that are created that go on these warplanes, are created from Raytheon. They have ninety six hundred employees more than the air force base by the way air force base has 8500 employees the university of arizona has 10000 employees the us border patrol is set up in tucson so like we have the state of arizona pima county freeport mcmoran that is a mining company has their headquarters there so like there's a lot of good solid jobs in tucson so it's It's not just a small metro. It's a pretty large metro. And then you got to look at migration of people. So, and this is a really kind of the story of, I think, Tucson is in its populations growth. Since really the 19, I'll call it 80s. I mean, we've just been on a trajectory of just an insane amount of population growth. So Arizona's second largest city is growing fast tucson has over 1 million in a metro population and it's risen 6 percent since 2010 right the region expects to see the population double to 2 million people over the next 30 years right tucson has a 50 home ownership rate it has so there's a good potential of renters in that market right we like rent growth right and then here's the most tailing is last year 2020, rents jumped up 7.1%. So there was a 7.1% rent growth in Tucson. And dude, that is where we're probably going to win. And I'm going to think Joe Biden, (laughs) maybe, I don't know. Inflation, if you're not in real estate, you're going to get hurt by inflation, I think. Or if you're not in an inflationary product. And dude, that's why you should be buying property right now. You should be buying some property right now because if you're buying it holding it for any amount of time, you're going to win pretty good. Now, we got to look when the exit, right, and be smart about it. But as long as you can cash flow now, you're going to get some big benefits, on the inflationary period of rent growth that's going to happen. And right now we have record low interest rates. So I think it's a great time to jump in the marketplace. So that's what we're doing. And we're doing it pretty big with around $65 million of acquisitions this year. Now, there's always guys that are doing more and doing lots bigger projects and stuff like that. And I always say, play at your speed that you like. Guys, I'm not interested in doing more than three to four projects a year right now i'm actually this is going to be four projects this year and we're closing one next month in september in october and november and thank god i'm not closing anything in december because i want to take that month off for myself and i'm going to but i will probably ramp the ramp it back up and because we put something Back under contract in January, and we've got a couple deals in the works. I think we'll put another $60 million, at least $40 million under contract come January. So, I'm buying now because I understand the economics, and I understand what we can get out of that scenario, and it's, it's really good. So, in Sierra Point, we have a budget of around really $700,000, right? We budgeted five forty. dollars plus we've got a contingency and we added a, another two fifty for oh crap, right? So in my mind, it's around seven dollars to $800,000 of CapEx for Sierra Point, and that's good amount of money for only 84 doors. Now remember, this is a little bit smaller project than I would normally do, but financially, it's in a great market, it makes a lot of sense. And we've got management company that's close, Asset Living, that's gonna be managing this project that is out of Phoenix, right? Their, Their headquarters is based in Phoenix. So that's only an hour and a half drive. I like that. So I've got a great regional management company that has lots of experience close by to really take on the project. So in that aspect, we've got a lot of things going well. And then we're just doing what I call we're going to do a rebranding. So Sierra Point name sucks. We're actually paying a company called Poetic to do a full rebrand, like sign. we want a vertical sign, you know, because the area is genderfying. And we want to really have a hip, cool, swanky type of apartment complex. We can make that. And that's what we're going to do.
0: So we're going to put in the gray paint. Are you ready for retirement? The majority of Americans are not. Failing Social Security and dated financial planning practices put strains on many retirees' finances. 46% of Americans admit they are not taking steps to prepare for the likelihood they outlive their retirement savings. Luckily, it's not too late. Diversify your portfolio. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. To learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. The LVP
1: flooring that looks darker flooring, we're going to paint the cabinets dark, we're going to put the right types of fixtures, and we're going to make all the lighting and stuff look the same, even the doorknobs, the hinges, we're going to make sure all that stuff is good. We're going to do a slurry restripe on the parking lot. We're going to paint the doors, we're going just to overall, we're gonna resurface the pool deck. So lots of little things, lots of paint, all the things, these are really exterior-wise, is like trimming the canopy, making it pop. First, we gotta make the outside look good so that we can get them in the office, and then we're gonna make the interiors look good so we can sell them forever. That is the playbook, right? And so that's what we're going to do. And when we do that, we're going to be able to raise our rents. And we believe we'll get a 10% increase in year two. And we're saying year two, we'll start doing that as we start. And the goal is to look at our lease up and our renewals and everything that's coming in. Every month, we have a number of leases that are due. And we're trying to find three to four, probably five units a month. Four to five units a month is where we're wanting to rehab. So we can always we can keep crews there full time every month. They're moving and doing projects. And it's a little slow at first. And then as we start to build steam, it gets faster and faster and faster. And so that's the goal of the team is to keep on that schedule to get those rents raised up quickly, right? When we do that, it's going to yield a lot of success, and I think we'll probably beat our initial expectations, and that's usually what you want to do, right? Is you put some expectations to your investors, which should be the floor, the floor, and then you try to beat it, right? Everybody wants to work with a winner, and so you can show people that you're winning by doing better than what they expected, that is a good way to create raving fans. And so that is the plan with this project. And I see it going exactly the way we are thinking. It will now that we own it. So those are all the great things about the problem. We're in a great spot. We've got a great location. We have all the right things wrong. And so that just led to us thinking, and when we did our due diligence, on this property there was nothing that was like a smoking gun so we're feeling really really good about this deal now that's how every deal starts okay and then things start going wrong and i'll talk about that that's going to be you're gonna have to listen to tomorrow's episode or next week's episode because I told you all the good stuff we've got a great deal that makes a lot of sense But once you put these things under contract, things start to get a little silly. And we're gonna talk about that, all the things, the bad and the ugly, is coming up in the next episode. So hopefully this little setup of finding the right things wrong, relationship capital, doing your homework, make sure that you're underwriting conservatively. These are the points that I want you to take away from this episode because finding a great deal happens about once a quarter for me right and it should for you as well you gotta look at you gotta kiss a lot of frogs but you can find good solid fat deals if you set yourself upright and then work the plan and that's all my students did Scott and Waleska Scott Dilly, wellesca and Glacia they did that exactly and they were able to curate a good off-market deal and they had no experience none in the multifamily now they're very experienced in the single family side but no experience in the multifamily side so for everybody that says I can't find something no you can find something you've got to just be willing to do the work and to follow some good Solid steps by step instructions, and then don't try to recreate the wheel. That's how I've done it all my life: is just to stay steady, Eddie. Guys, if you'll do that, you'll yield great results. So, this episode we're going to come to end. This one was a little short because the good stuff is really easy to talk about. In next week's episode on the good, bad, and the ugly of Sierra Point, we're going to really talk about the bad and the ugly. And even though it's ugly and the things that went kind of sideways. We still own the steel guys. And so, we're just going to talk about the things that can happen while you're under contract that sometimes you just got to scratch your head and you're like, are you kidding me? Is this what goes on? So, we'll go more into that on the next episode. So, we'll see you guys there. Before we do that, remember, your mind is the most powerful thing that you have. The saddest thing that I see time and time again is when people don't engage themselves and their brain fully. They don't have it fully engaged. And I'm telling you what a waste, what an absolute waste, because your mind can help give you everything. And I mean everything that you ever wanted. You've just got to set it free and you've got to tell yourself daily that you're worth it. If you believe it, I promise you, you can achieve it in your paradise is possible.